0: I was very pleased with the uh, the way things were turning out. The loaves that were coming out of the wood-fired oven looked very good, they smelled great, and they tasted pretty good. And so I thought, well, let me see what I can do with this. And I entered it in a couple of, uh, in the LA County Fair, where they won first, first prize, and then the California State Fair, they won first prize. So I thought, hmm, maybe I could make a few bucks on the side here.
1: Hi, this is Diana O'Leary with Job Talk Weekly. If you're like me, you know a lot of people who are really good bakers, and they are often encouraged by family and friends to sell their baked goods for profit. But where does one start? Today we talk with someone who did it. Mark Stambler is one of the top bread bakers in California. He went from baking and selling bread from home to owning a bakery and now launching his new book. Let's hear how his story unfolds. Hey, Mark, welcome to Job Talk Weekly.
0: Hi, Diana. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Well, we're happy to hear from you because I feel like I run into so many people who love baking, whether it's cakes or cookies or in your case, bread, and people tell them all the time, oh, you should sell this, you should open a bakery, but there's a big difference between baking for fun and for your family than baking for profit. So we're going to talk about that. So start us off where you are today. Tell us about your professional, your professional baking that you do right now.
0: Well, I own a bakery up in the Central Coast in the town of Los Osos, to be exact. And it's been open for just over five years now. And uh, as the owner of the bakery, I do keep track of everything that goes on up there. But I have uh, a staff that, that basically does does all the heavy lifting, as it were. And I just keep track of what they're up to and what our sales are like and how things are going. Uh, And I go up, I live in Los Angeles, and and the bakery is about a three-hour drive away. It's a very pleasant drive up the coast. But I go there about once a week just to sort of check on things and uh, put in an appearance and greet the customers and uh, do some deliveries. But mostly, uh, well, as I, I like to say, when you're a bread baker, you bake bread. When you own a bread bakery, you work with spreadsheets. So... That's a lot of what I'm doing these days in terms of keeping track of what's happened at the bakery. It all comes down to very complex spreadsheets.
1: Yeah, which doesn't sound as exciting as kneading bread. So let's go back in time, though, (laughs) before you became a professional baker because you were also a writer. So when did your interest in baking bread really take off to this new level?
0: Uh, I I think it was, oh, I don't know, about 10, 12 years ago. I mean, I I had always been um, trying to balance my work life uh, between the writing, as you say, when I would sit and use a certain part of my brain, I would sit at the computer and just write. And then um, I would either get tired or kind of lose interest in what I was writing. And I would go into the kitchen and start working with dough. And it used a different part of my brain, and it used my hands, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I actually have been baking bread, oh, I don't know, since I was a teenager. But uh, uh, I would say maybe 10, 15 years ago is when I really started taking off. And um, uh, uh, what I tried to do was... uh, Hone down, hone the skills, and focus really on the basics of bread baking and the ingredients. Uh, so I I I actually built a wood burning oven in my backyard, and um, just used the the minimal amounts of ingredients to uh, to get the kind of bread that I wanted, and basically just focused on very traditional breads. And uh, so I was um, I was very pleased with the uh, the way things were turning out. Um, the, the loaves that were coming out of the wood-fired oven looked very good. They smelled great, and they tasted pretty good. And so I thought, well, let me see what I can do with this. Okay. And I entered it in a couple of uh, – in the L.A. County Fair where they won first, first prize, and then the California State Fair, they won first prize. So I thought, hmm. Maybe I could make a few bucks on the side here by because everybody told me how how uh, how great they were. So I'll, I thought, well, maybe I'll try selling some and see if I can make a few few dollars. See what happens.
1: Well, tell us mm. about the first sale. How did you go about that? Who did you approach to sell your bread?
0: Oh yeah, that was great. I just walked over to the local cheese store. I mean, it was really it and still is to this day. It's like three or four blocks from my house. And I just brought some bread over to him. I just you know, pulled it out of the oven and walked over to the cheese store and said, um, I make this at home. Uh, try it and see what you think. And the guy who owned the, the local cheese store said uh, – he tried it and said, this is absolutely fabulous bread. I'd like to sell it. And I said, okay, well um, – the one thing is I do bake this at home, and I don't really have a permit or anything. And he said, oh, sorry, you can't sell it. You have to have a permit to sell bread here. And I said, oh, okay, fine. Oh, boy. So then I went to another cheese store, one that was a little further away from my home. And this guy tried my bread. And he said, well, it's great. I really like it. I'd like to sell it at my cheese store. And I said, fine. Uh, I bake it at home. I don't have a permit. I don't have any permission. I just bake it at home. And he said, ah, eh, who needs permits? I'll sell it. <laughs> no problem. I said, okay, fair enough. So I he started quite happily selling my bread there, and um, it sold very well. People, uh, The customers started discovering it, and then I got people who – just came by my house and uh, picked up the bread that I I baked because I'd started to get a reputation on the blogosphere in Los Angeles. There were a lot of people writing about food on the internet in LA and word got around. Uh, so I had this, you know, pretty brisk business, uh, from my home. Um, not only the the first cheese store, but another grocery store and a couple of, um, uh, CSAs, community supported agriculture groups got interested in it and started carrying it as well. And so everything was going along pretty happily um, until the LA Times called because they had heard that there was this guy who was baking bread in Las Feliz and selling it or, or you know selling it out of his home. Uh, And so they sent a reporter and a photographer over. And this was when the L.A. Times still had a Thursday food section. And so uh, they were going to focus on local food producers. And I think I was the first one of the first ones, if not the first one they focused on. And they said, look, we'll give you a full page in the L.A. Times food section with a nice big photograph and <laughs> i said oh that sounds great and they said and i said but the only the only stipulation i have is i don't want you to tell people where to get my bread whether you can buy my bread because i don't want to get the stores that carry my bread in trouble i mean i know i knew at the time that it was illegal um but i wanted to keep below the rate. Yeah, and I was a criminal, uh, but I wanted to fly below the radar. And mostly, I didn't. You know, look, if they came after me and they said, "Oh, you can't do this anymore," I'd say, "All right, fine," and I would just, you know, play. uh, You know, I would take a a lower profile, but I would somehow find a way to keep selling my bread on the side. It wasn't like this is what I needed to support myself. I was doing pretty well on my uh, my writing, Um, but they said, "Look, the Times said." Uh we can't do this. I mean, we have to let people know where to buy your bread. So you have a choice here. I mean, either you let us you let us print the names of the addresses of the stores where you can where people can buy your bread or we're not going to run the article. So I thought about it for. You know, oh, gosh, here, what can I do? I mean, I don't want to get these people in trouble, but yeah. there's a full page article. <laughs> so I thought about it for maybe 30 seconds. And I said, print it. Here are <laughs> the names.
1: <laughs> Los Angeles, California, so, nine zero zero.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, they printed it and that was uh, it, it arrived. It came out on a Thursday. And so Friday morning there were like lines around the block at the stores that sold the bread there were way everybody's waiting to buy so by the time the health inspectors showed up later on friday all the bread at the stores that i that I'm all my bread was long sold and there was nothing for them to do but just look around and it caused a hell of a lot of problems for the for the stores that were carrying my bread um and then after that, um, they, the, the health department sent a couple of people to my house early one morning to make sure that no bread baking was taking place on the premises. And I thought, you know, oh, that's enough. This is this is crazy. So I stopped I stopped doing it for a while. But then I started I, I got really angry and started doing research to find out, you know, yeah. is there any way that I could sell homemade food? And I discovered that there, I did really what anybody else would do in this situation. I Googled it and found out that there were like 18 states where it was perfectly legal to sell homemade food. So I thought it was important for California to be state number 19. And to make a fairly long story, much, much shorter, I just spent the next year and a half uh, in collaboration with some lawyers from the San Francisco Bay Area and uh, a bunch of grassroots organizations including the los angeles bread bakers a group i, I co-founded um, to organize to write a law that legalized the sale of homemade food in california and actually get it passed and it worked
1: I think it's terrific that you actually, you know, you went through this effort to get the laws changed. And that's also a good reminder to people who are thinking of doing these things that they should look into their local county health department. You know, different cities have their own health departments in different states to see what restrictions or what opportunities you have. Like you said, there were already 18 states where certain foods could be made and sold. So you took a lot of different steps from being a home-based baker to now owning your own bakery, which you use also to produce many loaves of bread to still sell to different places and to different people. So at these different stages, you already talked about how you learned about zoning and permitting and things like that. But what else did you learn along the way that really surprised you about uh, being a self-employed baker?
0: Oh, yeah. It's a huge difference. It's a a quantum leap going from or for i experience anyway from going to baking bread in your home and selling what you bake there i had one employee while i was baking at home um and he came over when i was baking and just helped me do everything and uh it was great and i just paid him and that was that impossible when you own a bakery um you have i mean the staff just well, didn't explode exactly, but it increased substantially. And there's a facility, uh, the, the utilities, all the costs went up exponentially. Uh, and the sales went up exponentially as well. I mean, let's see, when I, I was baking at home in Los Angeles, you know, a really good week, maybe we sold 70 or 80 loaves. And up at the bakery in Los Osos, we are selling hundreds of loaves a week. Payroll costs are tremendous, absolutely uh, through the roof. And uh, so uh, that to me was the biggest eye opener.
1: It sounds like for you, though, it grew over time. You know, you started small and then it kept getting larger. So you learned a lot over the way. But I think when someone can go out on their own also depends upon. Where they are in their career. I mean, if someone is in their young 20s and still living at home and doesn't have a lot of debt, they might be able to take a risk on an outside venture. Or if the kids are already off to college and your mortgage is almost paid, maybe that's a time to take right. a risk. I think sometimes for the families right. in the middle, you've got young kids, you're thinking about college, you just started, uh, you know, paying a new mortgage, you just bought a house. You know, you've got to look at where you are financially because otherwise, then that puts yeah. a strain and it takes all the fun. Out of baking,
0: it it does. I mean, um, I I wouldn't say it takes all the fun, but it takes a lot of the fun out of it. Let's let's not get hyperbolic
1: here. So let's talk to the people who have this in the back of their mind, whether it's bread or cookies or cakes. I have a friend who makes these beautiful cakes, and every time she shows up to a birthday party where someone has paid her to make a cake, we always say, you know, you you should do this more often. So if people have been thinking about baking for profit, so what would be the first thing that you suggest that they think about or that they do? What advice do you have for them?
0: The most important thing is to be able to figure out a way to be able to use your home kitchen to bake cakes, and uh, and then the other and very very important thing is marketing. Make sure that you could get enough uh, customers. Uh, sooner or later, it does work by word of mouth. I think that's by far the best advertising. But it has to start somewhere, and the web is a great place. I mean, you know, getting a website and keeping that up. Um, social media is phenomenal. And uh, it doesn't really cost very much, but you have to have somebody who is on it all the time. I mean, one of our our staff members is assigned to just, you know, tending to social media and taking photographs and updating everything that uh, we were baking that day and stuff and letting people know what the specials are. And,
1: yeah, it helps. Or or have a a teenager at home who knows social media and deputize (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they were exactly. they're, they're fairly uh, reasonable labor, I'll say. But I think, oh yeah, that's what I hear from a lot of people who enjoy cooking. And then people say you should open up your own restaurant or you should be a chef. But we've heard that that there is a big difference between cooking for yourself and your friends and family than running oh. a business because,
0: oh, absolutely, the, absolutely, the, yeah,
1: the business has to be sustained and payroll needs to be right. met and supplies right. need to be ordered. So that is something for people to always think about. And I. Was joking about your book before, but please do tell us about your book.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's called Piniel's Way, and um, I, I'm sure you'll find a link to it someplace uh, associated with this podcast. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I will. But I
0: will. many uh, people are always asking, well, you know, how do you do this? And I've I've given classes before and explained it all, and I found that I can actually do it in about a one hour presentation when. I have everything prepared ahead of time. But in the book, I just lay it out step by step by step. And originally I was thinking about printing it and you know doing it the old fashioned way on paper, but then I realized it works better as a digital book. And so it's not just me explaining in words how I do what I do, but I had a good friend videotape every step of the process So once I explain something, there is a video link, there's a link to a video there, there you can actually see me do what I just explained. And uh, at the end of it, you know, we should be able to turn out a pretty decent loaf of bread at home. Um, And uh, I'm having people test it now, and so far the results uh, have been pretty positive. So we'll see. but. Yeah. And then I also, you know, go, I, because it's my book, I go at great length about, you know, my development as a baker. And I also explain, uh, the steps you have to go through to, uh, start a home-based bread baking business, what you actually have to do with the health department and the other departments, uh, to, to basically get up and going legally at home. And I should know, it's just, yeah, it was a, It was a pain in the butt.
1: No more renegade for you. Well, Mark, this has been so much fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to tell your story and to talk about your passion for bread and how it turned into this business. So we wish you the best of luck and we can't wait to read the book.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure.
1: Okay, take care. We'll see you real soon, Mark. Okay, now it's your turn. We want to hear from you. Let us know what career questions you need help with. Send us an email to info at JobTalkWeekly.com or leave us a review and mention the topics you'd like to hear. To learn more about our services or read articles with more career advice, visit our website, JobTalkWeekly.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.